First Kings, chapters 1 through 7 of the Holy Bible, American Standard Version. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter 1 Now King David was old and stricken in years, and they covered him with clothes, but he gat no heat. Wherefore his servants said unto him, Let there be sought for my lord the king a young virgin, and let her stand before the king, and cherish him, and let her lie in thy bosom, that my lord the king may get heat. So they sought for a fair damsel throughout all the borders of Israel, and found Abishag the Shunammite, and brought her to the king. And the damsel was very fair, and she cherished the king, and ministered to him, but the king knew her not. Then Adonijah, the son of Haggith, exalted himself, saying, I will be king, and he prepared him chariots and horsemen, and fifty men to run before him. And his father had not displeased him at any time, in saying, Why hast thou done so? and he was also a very goodly man, and he was born after Absalom. And he conferred with Joab the son of Zeoriah, and with Abiathar the priest, and they following Adonijah helped him. But Zadok the priest, and Benaiah the son of Jehoiada, and Nathan the prophet, and Shimei, and Rei, and the mighty men that belonged to David were not with Adonijah. And Adonijah slew sheep and oxen and fatlings by the stone of Zoheleth, which is beside Enrogel. And he called all his brethren, the king's sons, and all the men of Judah, the king's servants. But Nathan the prophet, and Benaiah, and the mighty men, and Solomon his brother, he called not. Then Nathan spake unto Bathsheba, the mother of Solomon, saying, Hast thou not heard that Adonijah the son of Haggith doth reign, and David our Lord knoweth it not? Now therefore come, let me, I pray thee, give thee counsel, that thou mayest save thine own life, and the life of thy son Solomon. Go, and get thee in unto King David, and say unto him, Didst not thou, my lord, O king, swear unto thy handmaid, saying, Assuredly Solomon thy son shall reign after me, and he shall sit upon my throne? Why then doth Adonijah reign? Behold, while thou yet talkest there with the king, I also will come in after thee, and confirm thy words. And Bathsheba went in unto the king into the chamber. And the king was very old, and Abishag the Shunammite was ministering unto the king. And Bathsheba bowed, and did obeisance unto the king. And the king said, What wouldest thou? And she said unto him, My lord, thou swearest by Jehovah thy God unto thy handmaid, saying, Assuredly Solomon thy son shall reign after me, and he shall sit upon my throne. And now, behold, Adonijah reigneth, and thou, my lord the king, knowest it not. And he hath slain oxen, and fatlings, and sheep in abundance, and hath called all the sons of the king, and Abiathar the priest, and Joab the captain of the host, 
but Solomon thy servant hath he not called. And thou, my lord the king, the eyes of all Israel are upon thee, that thou shouldest tell them who shall sit on the throne of my lord the king after him. Otherwise it will come to pass, when my lord the king shall sleep with his fathers, that I and my son Solomon shall be counted offenders. And lo, while she yet talked with the king, Nathan the prophet came in. And they told the king, saying, Behold, Nathan the prophet. And when he was come in before the king, he bowed himself before the king with his face to the ground. And Nathan said, My lord, O king, hast thou said, Adonijah shall reign after me, and he shall sit upon my throne? For he is gone down this day, and hath slain oxen, and fatlings, and sheep in abundance, and hath called all the king's sons, and the captains of the host, and Abiathar the priest. And behold, they are eating and drinking before him, and say, Long live King Adonijah! But me, even me thy servant, and Zadok the priest, and Benaiah the son of Jehoiada, and thy servant Solomon, hath he not called? Is this thing done by my lord the king, and thou hast not showed unto thy servants who should sit on the throne of my lord the king after him? Then king David answered and said, Call to me Bathsheba. And she came into the king's presence, and stood before the king. And the king sware, and said, As Jehovah liveth, who hath redeemed my soul out of all adversity, verily as I swear unto thee by Jehovah the God of Israel, saying, Assuredly Solomon thy son shall reign after me, and he shall sit upon my throne in my stead. Verily so will I do this day. Then Bathsheba bowed with her face to the earth, and did obeisance to the king, and said, Let my lord king David live for ever. And king David said, Call to me Zadok the priest, and Nathan the prophet, and Benaiah the son of Jehoiada. And they came before the king. And the king said unto them, Take with you the servants of your lord, and cause Solomon my son to ride upon mine own mule, and bring him down to Gihon. And let Zadok the priest and Nathan the prophet anoint him there, king over Israel. And blow ye the trumpet, and say, Long live King Solomon. Then ye shall come up after him, and he shall come and sit upon my throne, for he shall be king in my stead, and I have appointed him to be prince over Israel and over Judah. And Benaiah the son of Jehoiada answered the king, and said, Amen. Jehovah the God of my lord the king say so too. As Jehovah hath been with my lord the king, even so be he with Solomon, and make his throne greater than the throne of my lord king David. So Zadok the priest, and Nathan the prophet, and Benaiah the son of Jehoiada, and the Kirathites, and the Pelathites went down, and caused Solomon to ride upon King David's mule, and brought him to Gihon. And Zadok the priest took the horn of oil out of the tent, and anointed Solomon. And they blew the trumpet, 
and all the people said, Long live King Solomon! And all the people came up after him, and the people piped with pipes, and rejoiced with great joy, so that the earth rent with the sound of them. And Adonijah and all the guests that were with him heard it as they had made an end of eating. And when Joab heard the sound of the trumpet, he said, Wherefore is this noise of the city being in an uproar? While he yet spake, behold, Jonathan the son of Abiathar the priest came, and Adonijah said, Come in, for thou art a worthy man, and bringest good tidings. And Jonathan answered, and said to Adonijah, Verily our lord King David hath made Solomon king. And the king hath sent with him Zadok the priest, and Nathan the prophet, and Benaiah the son of Jehoiada, and the Kirathites, and the Pelathites, and they have caused him to ride upon the king's mule. And Zadok the priest, and Nathan the prophet, have anointed him king in Gehan, and they are come up from thence rejoicing, so that the city rang again. This is the noise that ye have heard. And also Solomon sitteth on the throne of the kingdom. And moreover the king's servants came to bless our lord King David, saying, Thy God make the name of Solomon better than thy name, and make his throne greater than thy throne. And the king bowed himself upon the bed. And also thus said the king, Blessed be Jehovah the God of Israel, who hath given one to sit on my throne this day, mine eyes even seeing it. And all the guests of Adonijah were afraid, and rose up and went every man his way. And Adonijah feared because of Solomon, and he arose and went and caught hold on the horns of the altar. And it was told Solomon, saying, Behold, Adonijah feareth King Solomon, for, lo, he hath laid hold on the horns of the altar, saying, Let King Solomon swear unto me first, that he will not slay his servant with the sword. And Solomon said, If he shall show himself a worthy man, there shall not a hair of him fall to the earth. But if wickedness be found in him, he shall die. So King Solomon sent, and they brought him down from the altar, and he came and did obeisance to King Solomon. And Solomon said unto him, Go to thy house. End of chapter 1 Chapter 2 Now the days of David grew nigh that he should die, and he charged Solomon his son, saying, I am going the way of all the earth. Be thou strong, therefore, and show thyself a man, and keep the charge of Jehovah thy God, to walk in his ways, to keep his statutes and his commandments, and his ordinances and his testimonies, according to that which is written in the law of Moses, that thou mayest prosper in all that thou doest, and whithersoever thou turnest thyself, that Jehovah may establish his word, which he spake concerning me, saying, If thy children take heed to their way, to walk before me in truth, 
with all their heart and with all their soul, there shall not fail thee, said he, a man on the throne of Israel. Moreover thou knowest also what Joab the son of Zeoriah did unto me, even what he did to the two captains of the hosts of Israel, unto Abner the son of Ner, and unto Amasa the son of Jether, whom he slew, and shed the blood of war in peace, and put the blood of war upon his girdle that was about his loins, and in his shoes that were on his feet. Do therefore according to thy wisdom, and let not his head go down to Sheol in peace. But show kindness unto the sons of Barzillai the Gileadite, and let them be of those that eat at thy table. For so they came to me when I fled from Absalom thy brother. And behold, there is with thee Shimei the son of Gera the Benjamite, of Bahurim, who cursed me with a grievous curse in the day when I went to Mahaniam, but he came down to meet me at the Jordan, and I swear to him by Jehovah, saying, I will not put thee to death with the sword. Now therefore hold him not guiltless, for thou art a wise man, and thou wilt know what thou oughtest to do unto him, and thou shalt bring his head down to Sheol with blood. And David slept with his fathers, and was buried in the city of David. And the days that David reigned over Israel were forty years. Seven years reigned he in Hebron, and thirty and three years reigned he in Jerusalem. And Solomon sat upon the throne of David his father, and his kingdom was established greatly. Then Adonijah, the son of Haggith, came to Bathsheba, the mother of Solomon. And she said, Comest thou peaceably? And he said, Peaceably. He said, Moreover, I have something to say unto thee. And she said, Say on. And he said, Thou knowest that the kingdom was mine, and that all Israel set their faces on me, that I should reign. Howbeit the kingdom is turned about, and is become my brother's, for it was his from Jehovah. And now I ask one petition of thee, deny me not. And she said unto him, Say on. And he said, Speak, I pray thee, unto Solomon the king, for he will not say thee nay, that he give me Abishag the Shunammite to wife. And Bathsheba said, Well, I will speak for thee unto the king. Bathsheba therefore went unto King Solomon to speak unto him for Adonijah. And the king rose up to meet her, and bowed himself unto her, and sat down on his throne, and caused a throne to be set for the king's mother and she sat on his right hand. Then she said, I ask one small petition of thee, deny me not. And the king said unto her, Ask on, my mother, for I will not deny thee. And she said, Let Abishag the Shunammite be given to Adonijah thy brother to wife. And king Solomon answered and said unto his mother, and why dost thou ask Abishag the Shunammite for Adonijah? 
ask for him the kingdom also, for he is mine elder brother, even for him and for Abiathar the priest, and for Joab the son of Zeoriah. Then King Solomon sware by Jehovah, saying, God do so to me, and more also, if Adonijah hath not spoken this word against his own life. Now therefore, as Jehovah liveth, who hath established me, and set me on the throne of David my father, and who hath made me a house, as he promised, surely Adonijah shall be put to death this day. And King Solomon sent by Benaiah the son of Jehoiada, and he fell upon him, so that he died. And unto Abiathar the priest, said the king, Get thee to Anathoth, unto thine own fields, for thou art worthy of death, but I will not at this time put thee to death, because thou bearest the ark of the Lord Jehovah before David my father, and because thou wast afflicted in all wherein my father was afflicted. So Solomon thrust out Abiathar from being priest unto Jehovah, that he might fulfill the word of Jehovah which he spake concerning the house of Eli in Shiloh. And the tidings came to Joab, for Joab had turned after Adonijah, though he turned not after Absalom. And Joab fled unto the tent of Jehovah, and caught hold on the horns of the altar. And it was told King Solomon, Joab is fled unto the tent of Jehovah, and behold, he is by the altar. Then Solomon sent Benaiah the son of Jehoiada, saying, Go, fall upon him. And Benaiah came to the tent of Jehovah, and said unto him, Thus saith the king, Come forth. And he said, Nay, but I will die here. And Benaiah brought the king word again, saying, Thus said Joab, and thus he answered me. And the king said unto him, Do as he hath said, and fall upon him, and bury him, that thou mayest take away the blood which Joab shed without cause, from me and from my father's house. And Jehovah will return his blood upon his own head, because he fell upon two men more righteous and better than he, and slew them with the sword, and my father David knew it not to wit, Abner, the son of Ner, captain of the host of Israel, and Amazah, the son of Jether, captain of the host of Judah. So shall their blood return upon the head of Joab, and upon the head of his seed for ever. But unto David, and unto his seed, and unto his house, and unto his throne, shall there be peace for ever from Jehovah. Then Benaiah the son of Jehoiada went up, and fell upon him, and slew him, and he was buried in his own house in the wilderness. And the king put Benaiah the son of Jehoiada in his room over the host, and Zadok the priest did the king put in the room of Abiathar. And the king sent and called for Shimei, and said unto him, Build thee a house in Jerusalem, and dwell there, and go not forth thence any whither. For on the day that thou goest out, and passest over the brook Kidron, 
know thou for certain that thou shalt surely die. Thy blood shall be upon thine own head. And Shimei said unto the king, The saying is good, as my lord the king hath said, so will thy servant do. And Shimei dwelt in Jerusalem many days. And it came to pass at the end of three years, that two of the servants of Shimei ran away unto Achish, son of Maacah, king of Gath. And they told Shimei, saying, Behold, thy servants are in Gath. And Shimei arose, and saddled his ass, and went to Gath to Achish, to seek his servants. And Shimei went, and brought his servants from Gath. And it was told Solomon that Shimei had gone from Jerusalem to Gath, and was come again. And the king sent and called for Shimei, and said unto him, Did I not adjure thee by Jehovah, and protest unto thee, saying, Know for certain that on the day thou goest out, and walkest abroad any whither, thou shalt surely die? And thou saidst unto me, the saying that I have heard is good. Why then hast thou not kept the oath of Jehovah, and the commandment that I have charged thee with? The king said moreover to Shimei, Thou knowest all the wickedness which thy heart is privy to, that thou didst to David my father. Therefore Jehovah shall return thy wickedness upon thine own head." But King Solomon shall be blessed, and the throne of David shall be established before Jehovah for ever. So the king commanded Benaiah the son of Jehoiada, and he went out, and fell upon him, so that he died. And the kingdom was established in the hand of Solomon. End of chapter 2 Chapter 3 and Solomon made affinity with Pharaoh king of Egypt, and took Pharaoh's daughter, and brought her into the city of David, until he had made an end of building his own house, and the house of Jehovah, and the wall of Jerusalem round about. Only the people sacrificed in the high places, because there was no house built for the name of Jehovah until those days. And Solomon loved Jehovah, walking in the statutes of David his father, only he sacrificed and burnt incense in the high places. And the king went to Gibeon to sacrifice there, for that was the great high place. A thousand burnt offerings did Solomon offer upon that altar. In Gibeon Jehovah appeared to Solomon in a dream by night, and God said, Ask what I shall give thee. And Solomon said, Thou hast showed unto thy servant David my father great loving-kindness, according as he walked before thee in truth, and in righteousness, and in uprightness of heart with thee. And thou hast kept for him this great loving-kindness, that thou hast given him a son to sit on his throne, as it is this day. And now, O Jehovah my God, thou hast made thy servant king instead of David my father, and I am but a little child. 
I know not how to go out or come in. And thy servant is in the midst of thy people, which thou hast chosen, a great people that cannot be numbered nor counted for multitude. Give thy servant, therefore, an understanding heart to judge thy people, that I may discern between good and evil, for who is able to judge this, thy great people? And the speech pleased the Lord, that Solomon had asked this thing. And God said unto him, Because thou hast asked this thing, and hast not asked for thyself long life, neither hast asked riches for thyself, nor hast asked the life of thine enemies, but hast asked for thyself understanding to discern justice. Behold, I have done according to thy word. Lo, I have given thee a wise and an understanding heart, so that there hath been none like thee before thee, neither after thee shall any arise like unto thee. And I have also given thee that which thou hast not asked, both riches and honour, so that there shall not be any among the kings like unto thee all thy days. And if thou wilt walk in my ways, to keep my statutes and my commandments, as thy father David did walk, then I will lengthen thy days. And Solomon awoke, and behold, it was a dream, and he came to Jerusalem, and stood before the ark of the covenant of Jehovah, and offered up burnt offerings, and offered peace offerings, and made a feast to all his servants. Then there came two women that were harlots unto the king, and stood before him. And the one woman said, O my lord, I and this woman dwell in one house, and I was delivered of a child with her in the house, and it came to pass the third day after I was delivered, that this woman was delivered also. And we were together, there was no stranger with us in the house, save we two in the house. And this woman's child died in the night, because she lay upon it. And she arose at midnight, and took my son from beside me, while thy handmaid slept, and laid it in her bosom, and laid her dead child in my bosom. And when I rose in the morning to give my child suck, behold, it was dead. But when I had looked at it in the morning, behold, it was not my son whom I did bear. And the other woman said, Nay, but the living is my son, and the dead is thy son. And this said, No, but the dead is thy son, and the living is my son. Thus they spake before the king. Then said the king, The one saith, This is my son that liveth, and thy son is the dead. And the other saith, Nay, but thy son is the dead, and my son is the living. And the king said, Fetch me a sword. And they brought a sword before the king. And the king said, Divide the living child in two, and give half to the one, and half to the other. Then spake the woman whose the living child was unto the king, for her heart yearned over her son, and she said, O my lord, give her the living child, and in no wise slay it. But the other said, 
it shall be neither mine nor thine. Divide it. Then the king answered and said, Give her the living child, and in no wise slay it. She is the mother thereof. And all Israel heard of the judgment which the king had judged, and they feared the king, for they saw that the wisdom of God was in him to do justice. End of chapter 3 Chapter 4 And King Solomon was king over all Israel, and these were the princes whom he had. Azariah the son of Zadok the priest, Elihoreph and Ahijah the sons of Shisha, scribes, Jehoshaphat the son of Ahilud the recorder, and Benaiah the son of Jehoiada was over the host, and Zadok and Abiathar were priests, and Azariah the son of Nathan was over the officers, and Zabud the son of Nathan was chief minister and the king's friend, and Ahishar was over the household, and Adoram, the son of Abda, was over the men subject to task work. And Solomon had twelve officers over all Israel, who provided victuals for the king and his household. Each man had to make provision for a month in the year, and these are their names. Ben-Hur in the hill country of Ephraim, Ben-Dikr in Mekaz, and in Shealbim, and Beth-Shemesh, and Elon-Beth-Hanan. Ben-Hesed in Aruboth, to him pertained Soko and all the land of Hefer. Ben-Abinadab in all the height of Dor, he had Tephat, the daughter of Solomon, to wife. Baana the son of Ahilud, in Teanach and Megiddo, and all Bethshean, which is beside Zerethan, beneath Jezreel from Bethshean to Abel-Meholah, as far as beyond Jokmeam. Ben-Geber in Ramoth-Gilead, to him pertained the towns of Jair, the son of Manasseh, which are in Gilead. Even to him pertained the region of Argob, which is in Bashan, threescore great cities, with walls and brazen bars. Ahinadab the son of Iddo in Mahaniam, Ahimeaz in Naphtali, he also took Basimath the daughter of Solomon to wife. Baana the son of Hushai in Asher and Bealoth, Jehoshaphat, the son of Perua, in Issachar, Shimei, the son of Elah, in Benjamin, Geber, the son of Uri, in the land of Gilead, the country of Sihon, king of the Amorites, and of Og, king of Bashan, and he was the only officer that was in the land. Judah and Israel were many as the sand which is by the sea in multitude, eating and drinking and making merry. And Solomon ruled over all the kingdoms, from the river unto the land of the Philistines, and unto the border of Egypt. They brought tribute and served Solomon all the days of his life. And Solomon's provision for one day was thirty measures of fine flour, 
and threescore measures of meal, ten fat oxen, and twenty oxen out of the pastures, and a hundred sheep, besides harts, and gazelles, and roebucks, and fatted fowl. For he had dominion over all the region on this side of the river, from Tifsa, even to Gaza, over all the kings on this side the river, and he had peace on all sides round about him. And Judah and Israel dwelt safely, every man under his vine and under his fig tree, from Dan even to Beersheba, all the days of Solomon. And Solomon had forty thousand stalls of horses for his chariots, and twelve thousand horsemen. And those officers provided victuals for King Solomon, and for all that came unto King Solomon's table, every man in his month, they let nothing be lacking. Barley also, and straw for the horses, and swift steeds brought they unto the place where the officers were, every man according to his charge. And God gave Solomon wisdom and understanding exceeding much, and largeness of heart, even as the sand that is on the seashore. And Solomon's wisdom excelled the wisdom of all the children of the east, and all the wisdom of Egypt. For he was wiser than all men, than Ethan the Ezrahite, and Heman, and Calcol, and Darda, the sons of Meho, and his fame was in all the nations round about. And he spake three thousand proverbs, and his songs were a thousand and five. And he spake of trees from the cedar that is in Lebanon, even unto the hyssop that springeth out of the wall. He spake also of beasts, and of birds, and of creeping things, and of fishes. And there came of all peoples to hear the wisdom of Solomon, from all kings of the earth who had heard of his wisdom. End of chapter 4 Chapter 5 And Hiram king of Tyre sent his servants unto Solomon, for he had heard that they had anointed him king in the room of his father, for Hiram was ever a lover of David. And Solomon sent to Hiram, saying, Thou knowest how that David my father could not build a house for the name of Jehovah his God, for the wars which were about him on every side, until Jehovah put them under the soles of his feet. But now Jehovah my God hath given me rest on every side. There is neither adversary nor evil occurrence. And behold, I purpose to build a house for the name of Jehovah my God, as Jehovah spake unto David my father, saying, Thy son, whom I will set upon thy throne in thy room, he shall build the house for my name. Now therefore, Command thou that they cut me cedar trees out of Lebanon, and my servants shall be with thy servants, and I will give thee hire for thy servants according to all that thou shalt say. 
for thou knowest that there is not among us any that knoweth how to cut timber like unto the Sidonians. And it came to pass, when Hiram heard the words of Solomon, that he rejoiced greatly, and said, Blessed be Jehovah this day, who hath given unto David a wise son over this great people. And Hiram sent to Solomon, saying, I have heard the message which thou hast sent unto me. I will do all thy desire concerning timber of cedar, and concerning timber of fir. My servants shall bring them down from Lebanon unto the sea, and I will make them into rafts to go by sea unto the place that thou shalt appoint me, and will cause them to be broken up there, and thou shalt receive them, and thou shalt accomplish my desire in giving food for my household. So Hiram gave Solomon timber of cedar and timber of fir, according to all his desire. And Solomon gave Hiram twenty thousand measures of wheat for food to his household, and twenty measures of pure oil. Thus gave Solomon to Hiram year by year. And Jehovah gave Solomon wisdom as he promised him. And there was peace between Hiram and Solomon, and they too made a league together. And King Solomon raised a levy out of all Israel, and the levy was thirty thousand men. And he sent them to Lebanon, ten thousand a month by courses. A month they were in Lebanon, and two months at home. And Adoniram was over the men subject to task work. And Solomon had threescore and ten thousand that bare burdens, and fourscore thousand that were hewers in the mountains, besides Solomon's chief officers that were over the work, three thousand and three hundred, who bare rule over the people that wrought in the work. And the king commanded, and they hewed out great stones, costly stones, to lay the foundation of the house with wrought stone. And Solomon's builders and Hiram's builders and the Gibelites did fashion them, and prepared the timber and the stones to build the house. End of chapter 5 Chapter 6 and it came to pass in the four hundred and eightieth year after the children of Israel were come out of the land of Egypt, in the fourth year of Solomon's reign over Israel, in the month Ziv, which is the second month, that he began to build the house of Jehovah. And the house which King Solomon built for Jehovah, the length thereof was threescore cubits, and the breadth thereof twenty cubits and the height thereof thirty cubits. And the porch before the temple of the house, twenty cubits was the length thereof, according to the breadth of the house, and ten cubits was the breadth thereof before the house. And for the house he made windows of fixed lattice work, and against the wall of the house he built stories round about, against the walls of the house round about both of the temple and of the oracle, 
and he made side-chambers round about. The nethermost story was five cubits broad, and the middle was six cubits broad, and the third was seven cubits broad, for on the outside he made offsets in the wall of the house round about, that the beams should not have hold in the walls of the house. And the house, when it was in building, was built of stone made ready at the quarry, and there was neither hammer nor axe nor any tool of iron heard in the house while it was in building. The door for the middle side-chambers was in the right side of the house, and they went up by winding stairs into the middle story, and out of the middle into the third. So he built the house and finished it, and he covered the house with beams and planks of cedar, and he built the stories against all the house, each five cubits high, and they rested on the house with timber of cedar. And the word of Jehovah came to Solomon, saying, Concerning this house which thou art building, if thou wilt walk in my statutes, and execute mine ordinances, and keep all my commandments to walk in them, then will I establish my word with thee, which I spake unto David thy father, and I will dwell among the children of Israel, and will not forsake my people Israel. So Solomon built the house, and finished it. And he built the walls of the house within, with boards of cedar. From the floor of the house unto the walls of the ceiling, he covered them on the inside with wood, and he covered the floor of the house with boards of fir. And he built twenty cubits on the hinder part of the house with boards of cedar from the floor unto the walls of the ceiling. He built them for it within, for an oracle, even for the most holy place. And the house, that is, the temple before the oracle, was forty cubits long. And there was cedar on the house within, carved with knops and open flowers. All was cedar, there was no stone seen. And he prepared an oracle in the midst of the house within, to set there the ark of the covenant of Jehovah. And within the oracle was a space of twenty cubits in length, and twenty cubits in breadth, and twenty cubits in the height thereof, and he overlaid it with pure gold, and he covered the altar with cedar. So Solomon overlaid the house within with pure gold, and he drew chains of gold across before the oracle, and he overlaid it with gold, and the whole house he overlaid with gold, until all the house was finished. Also the whole altar that belonged to the oracle he overlaid with gold. And in the oracle he made two cherubim of olive wood, each ten cubits high. And five cubits was the one wing of the cherub, and five cubits the other wing of the cherub, from the uttermost part of the one wing unto the uttermost part of the other were ten cubits and the other cherub was ten cubits. Both the cherubim were of one measure and one form. The height of the one cherub was ten cubits, 
and so was it of the other cherub. And he set the cherubim within the inner house, and the wings of the cherubim were stretched forth, so that the wing of the one touched the one wall, and the wing of the other cherub touched the other wall, and their wings touched one another in the midst of the house. And he overlaid the cherubim with gold. And he carved all the walls of the house round about with carved figures of cherubim and palm trees and open flowers, within and without. And the floor of the house he overlaid with gold, within and without. And for the entrance of the oracle he made doors of olive wood. The lintel and doorposts were a fifth part of the wall. So he made two doors of olive wood, and he carved upon them carvings of cherubim and palm trees and open flowers, and overlaid them with gold. And he spread the gold upon the cherubim and upon the palm trees. So also made he for the entrance of the temple doorposts of olive wood, out of a fourth part of the wall, and two doors of fir wood. The two leaves of the one door were folding, and the two leaves of the other door were folding. And he carved thereon cherubim and palm trees and open flowers, and he overlaid them with gold fitted upon the graven work. And he built the inner court with three courses of hewn stone and a course of cedar beams. In the fourth year, was the foundation of the house of Jehovah laid, in the month Ziv, and in the eleventh year, in the month Bul, which is the eighth month, was the house finished throughout all the parts thereof, and according to all the fashion of it. So was he seven years in building it. End of chapter 6 Chapter 7 and Solomon was building his own house thirteen years, and he finished all his house. For he built the house of the forest of Lebanon, the length thereof was a hundred cubits, and the breadth thereof fifty cubits, and the height thereof thirty cubits, upon four rows of cedar pillars, with cedar beams upon the pillars. And it was covered with cedar above over the forty and five beams that were upon the pillars, fifteen in a row. And there were beams in three rows, and window was over against window in three ranks. And all the doors and posts were made square with beams. And window was over against window in three ranks. And he made the porch of pillars. The length thereof was fifty cubits, and the breadth thereof thirty cubits, and a porch before them, and pillars and a threshold before them. And he made the porch of the throne where he was to judge, even the porch of judgment. And it was covered with cedar from floor to floor. And his house where he was to dwell, the other court within the porch, was of the like work. He made also a house for Pharaoh's daughter, whom Solomon had taken to wife, 
like unto this porch. All these were of costly stones, even of hewn stone, according to measure, sawed with saws, within and without, even from the foundation unto the coping, and so on the outside unto the great court. And the foundation was of costly stones, even great stones, stones of ten cubits, and stones of eight cubits, and above were costly stones, even hewn stone, according to measure, and cedar wood. And the great court round about had three courses of hewn stone, and a course of cedar beams, like as the inner court of the house of Jehovah, and the porch of the house. And King Solomon sent and fetched Hiram out of Tyre, he was the son of a widow of the tribe of Naphtali, and his father was a man of Tyre, a worker in brass, and he was filled with wisdom and understanding and skill to work all works in brass. And he came to King Solomon and wrought all his work, for he fashioned the two pillars of brass, eighteen cubits high apiece and a line of twelve cubits compassed either of them about. And he made two capitals of molten brass to set upon the tops of the pillars. The height of the one capital was five cubits, and the height of the other capital was five cubits. There were nets of checker work, and wreaths of chain work for the capitals, which were upon the top of the pillars seven for the one capital, and seven for the other capital. So he made the pillars, and there were two rows round about upon the one network to cover the capitals that were upon the top of the pillars, and so did he for the other capital. And the capitals that were upon the top of the pillars in the porch were of lily work, four cubits, and there were capitals above also upon the two pillars, close by the belly which was beside the network. And the pomegranates were two hundred, in rows round about upon the other capital. And he set up the pillars at the porch of the temple, and he set up the right pillar, and called the name thereof Jachin, and he set up the left pillar, and called the name thereof Boaz. And upon the top of the pillars was lily work, so was the work of the pillars finished. And he made the molten sea of ten cubits from brim to brim, round in compass, and the height thereof was five cubits, and a line of thirty cubits compassed it round about and under the brim of it round about there were knops which did compass it, for ten cubits compassing the sea round about. The knops were in two rows, cast when it was cast. It stood upon twelve oxen, three looking toward the north, and three looking toward the west, and three looking toward the south, and three looking toward the east and the sea was set upon them above, and all their hinder parts were inward. And it was a hand-breadth thick, 
and the brim thereof was wrought like the brim of a cup, like the flower of a lily, it held two thousand baths. And he made the ten bases of brass. Four cubits was the length of one base, and four cubits the breadth thereof, and three cubits the height of it. And the work of the bases was on this manner. They had panels, and there were panels between the ledges, and on the panels that were between the ledges were lions, oxen, and cherubim, and upon the ledges there was a pedestal above, and beneath the lions and oxen were wreaths of hanging work, and every base had four brazen wheels, and axles of brass, and the four feet thereof had under-setters, beneath the laver were the under-setters molten with wreaths at the side of each, and the mouth of it within the capital and above was a cubit, and the mouth thereof was round after the work of a pedestal, a cubit and a half, and also upon the mouth of it were gravings, and their panels were foursquare, not round. And the four wheels were underneath the panels, and the axle-trees of the wheels were in the base, and the height of a wheel was a cubit and a half a cubit. And the work of the wheels was like the work of a chariot-wheel, their axle-trees and their fellows and their spokes and their knaves were all molten. And there were four undersetters at the four corners of each base. The undersetters thereof were of the base itself. And in the top of the base was there a round compass half a cubit high, and on the top of the base the stays thereof and the panels thereof were of the same, and on the plates of the stays thereof and on the panels thereof he graved cherubim, lions, and palm-trees, according to the space of each, with wreaths round about. After this manner he made the ten bases. All of them had one casting, one measure, and one form. And he made ten lavers of brass. One laver contained forty baths, and every laver was four cubits, and upon every one of the ten bases one laver. And he set the bases five on the right side of the house, and five on the left side of the house. And he set the sea on the right side of the house eastward, toward the south. And Hiram made the lavers and the shovels and the basins. So Hiram made an end of doing all the work that he wrought for King Solomon in the house of Jehovah. The two pillars and the two bowls of the capitals that were on the top of the pillars, and the two networks to cover the two bowls of the capitals that were on the top of the pillars, and the four hundred pomegranates for the two networks, two rows of pomegranates for each network to cover the two bowls of the capitals that were upon the pillars, and the ten bases, and the ten lavers on the bases, and the one sea, and the twelve oxen under the sea, and the pots, and the shovels, and the basins, 
even all these vessels which Hiram made for King Solomon in the house of Jehovah were of burnished brass. In the plain of the Jordan did the king cast them, in the clay ground between Sukkoth and Zerithan. And Solomon left all the vessels unweighed, because they were exceeding many. The weight of the brass could not be found out. And Solomon made all the vessels that were in the house of Jehovah, the golden altar, and the table whereupon the showbread was of gold, and the candlesticks, five on the right side and five on the left, before the oracle of pure gold, and the flowers and the lamps and the tongs of gold, and the cups and the snuffers, and the basins, and the spoons, and the firepans of pure gold, and the hinges, both for the doors of the inner house, the most holy place, and for the doors of the house, to wit of the temple, of gold. Thus all the work that King Solomon wrought in the house of Jehovah was finished. And Solomon brought in the things which David his father had dedicated, even the silver and the gold and the vessels, and put them in the treasuries of the house of Jehovah. End of chapter 7